dog crack. I mean, I think I was on crack, wasn't I? Welcome back, guys. This is Still Insane, and you are on a brand new episode, episode 35. Every episode is supposed to be brand new. It's supposed to be weekly, so if you're keeping up, catching up, do whatever the fuck you gotta do. Here's my show. It's about viral news. It's about cliches. We try to stay on topic as best as we can. We take the phrase of the week and we try to put the theme on it. This week's theme is Goose Cups. Now, you may not even know what a fucking Goose Cup is. I'm not surprised. I didn't know what a Goose Cup was either until I learned. And it even took me like a whole summer to learn too, to be honest. So this week's theme is not only just called Goose Cups, not Goose Bumps, even though that's where I got my inspiration from. Sorry, Earl Stein. I steal from everywhere. Uh, so, Goose Cup was a... I worked at its summer camp for many uh, years, many uh, summer seasons, and I met some very awesome people. It was a Jewish day camp, and it was really cool. It was called Shibley Day Camp. Uh, I try to leave some names out. There's an interview portion of this that you'll get to listen to. It's a bonus. I interview or have a casual conversation with my former colleagues, Jeff Litwin and Phil Kushner. Jeff is a high school teacher in Long Island. Uh, Phil is a, oh, he's also an English teacher. Phil is also a, uh, a comedian, an actor, a playwright. And um, right now he works in uh, property management as his day job, you know, that's everybody in New York City. So they're really cool people. You'll get to hear that bonus content after you get to hear me rant and rave and holler and scream and throw a tantrum as I do every fucking episode. So uh, let's get to it. Yeah, what the fuck happened? Uh, so, Heimlich Maneuvers. When I worked in a camp, Heimlich Maneuvers were uh, were easy. I, I tried to use an EpiPen. I tried to use all those things. Anything that I can do to successfully save a child's life and hurt them at the same time, I was all about. All about. I've done a Heimlich Maneuver to someone that had a hot dog stuck in their throat. Why they're serving hot dogs with these fucking kids that can't even chew, I'll never know. Hot dogs are gross anyway. Hot dogs are all scraps. They could be pig butt, pig dick, balls, ears, eyelashes. It could be all that shit. It's all over the floor. They sweep it up and they put it in fucking intestines wrapped up. Good job. Hot dogs are amazing. So it's it's no wonder people can't fucking digest them. So people choke on them and shit like that. So uh, the Heimlich Maneuver is supposed to help those things. Did you know that uh, you got to be careful, though? I'm not trying to have you not save someone's life. People get sued. People get sued often, actually. A high percentage. I don't, uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't think I have that stat. I don't want to go too long to get that stat. But, um, yeah, people get sued. People get sued because you break their ribs, and sometimes um, you hurt them, and it's irreparable damage, I guess. And the parents or the child or the adult didn't want to be saved. And I learned recently that in New York State at least, and in a few other states, suicide isn't illegal anymore. 
uh, it used to be illegal. It used to be uh, a felony in order to try to kill yourself. So to all my enemies out there, uh, there's really nothing holding you back anymore. So do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. So Heimlich Maneuver, you, you got to kind of do a DNR for these guys. You got to ask their, their permission. What's up? What's up? Do you need me to save you? I need consent. I need you to write down on this piece of paper. Do you want me to save you? Yes or no? Or maybe. Check maybe if you want to. Maybe I, I'll, I'll go off maybe. Maybe I probably won't get in trouble. So there you go. Same thing with peanut allergy. Now, peanut allergies, I believe, are for the pussies. How the fuck did you get allergic to peanuts? Peanut butter is one of the best things on planet Earth. Seafood allergies. There's so many allergies nowadays. How the hell, as human beings, did we devolve and we're not allowed to be around or immune to these things? I'm not a doctor, but, you know, it's different than choking on something. Something, you know, down the wrong windpipe. But when it comes to allergies, I blame the parents. Everybody's always trying to quarantine their kids. Everybody, and it's funny because with vaccinations, which is you have to have vac- you have to be vaccinated to go to most camps and uh, Department of Education schools, including colleges and universities. So people that don't vaccinate, I don't get you guys. I don't understand you guys. I don't understand you guys as much as I don't understand people with peanut allergies. So like I said, when it comes to dust, when it comes to dirt, they're Jamaican nannies, which a lot of them had, by the way. When I worked at this Jewish day camp, most of them had Jamaican black nannies. And they practically raped them. And then it was funny because when they became adults, you would think they would have more empathy towards global issues and, let's say, civil rights. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Just because their nanny was black doesn't mean... That they have to be sympathetic to anybody else but their own people. And the only time I say your own people is when you believe that. I believe we're all people. I believe we're all the same. But when you act like we're not, I I have to whittle it down to your level in order to understand. Because to me, my my good friend who listens to this show, he's Honduran. He is no more American than I am. He is no more as a human being than I am. I am no more of a human be- a earth, a, a member of this earth than he is. I am no mem- uh, no more of a person of this universe than he is as well. So we are equal in all fronts. Maybe not in brain power. I'm not saying him particularly. But, like, you know, that's the only thing that really, I think that's the only thing that separates people, education. I think the things that you know are the real things that really separate you. Your skin color. The way you look, the way you dress, your social class, how much money you have. Those are all things that people determine. And I won't lie. I do too because I live in the society. But I wish, utopian, ideally, I wish that we lived in a world where it was just on our education. It was just on our intellect. And obviously we would have to funnel money out, out of education. It would have to be socialized in order for that to happen. But socialism is a bad word to everybody. So, well. But, um, yeah, man. So, if you're at these camps and you have peanut allergies, you need to really go test that because you don't want your son or daughter to die. But just know you're the reason for that because you were a big pussy and you wouldn't let your kids play outside and you wouldn't let them eat certain things. 
So I think that you fucked up their immunity. Good job, motherfucker. That's why your kids are out 40 days out of the year and might get left back. Again, nobody personally. I'm not even talking to anybody like particular, but there's just too many pussy parents out there. And you're fucking up my life. You're making me not want to have kids because I don't want my kids to be around your unvaccinated retards. Sorry. Not sorry. Did I listen to and this week was a fantastic week for music Meek Mill Championships and it is such a fucking dope album so did Dummy Boy Dummy Boy just came out also I got a few songs that I really enjoy um, this week I've been I was watching YouTube music videos for a little bit because I was trying to see thank you next by Ariana Grande which is an awesome video she does lots of pop references from Bring It On and Mean Girls and Legally Blonde. She puts it all together. It's a well-produced and well-directed video. I was definitely impressed. So, uh, yeah, let's let's read off some albums that came out this week. We will also do our weekly release radar where we hear songs that are popping this week that are from my algorithm. I, uh, when I start the live show in February, by the way, yes, there will be a live keep up show coming in February. I'm also working on that YouTube show. I'm, I'm, uh, providing videos. You can go on there now. They're, they're not that special yet, but, um, they have my signature on them. They have at the end, the stillsinsane.com. So if you're interested in the things that I've done event wise, the first video right now on YouTube is, uh, me in Vegas at uh, Knife Party and Diplo, Major Laser. So I'm there and we're partying. It's only a four-minute video. So yeah, it's just to, just to fill up my page. I'm trying to get this YouTube page as a regular channel like the rest of my social media channels. So thank you. Thank you for anybody that wants to listen. Uh, and thank you next to anybody that wants to listen and move on to what they really wanted to listen to. So, my computer is acting a little slow today. Don't know why. Oh. Not even going to lie, I didn't even know that the 1975, which is a really good band, they have a new album. So, they have a brief inquiry into online relationships. That is their new album. Alicia Cara, she's so cute. Um, and she has a good voice, The Pains of Growing. She has a new video out right now. And her new album, like I said, is called The Pains of Growing. Then we have... I don't know why Bananarama has so many... Oh, because they came out with a bunch of vinyls. By the way, I'll be getting a new record player soon, so I'll be on that vinyl wave. That'd be cool to have a, an obs another obsession, another collection that'll be useless. Nah, it's cool. Uh... I guess Amazon has an exclusive release of White Christmas by Bing Crosby. That's pretty weird. But whatever. Everybody's got to make money. Everybody's got to make money. Uh, some rap songs by Earl Sweatshirt from Odd Future. He's really cool. He's the best rapper, in my opinion, on Odd Future. So you should go try to cop that and try to go listen to that wherever you can. Some rap songs by Earl Sweatshirt. Who else do I know on this list? Cascade. A Cascade Christmas. 
You guys know that I love Christmas albums. Not. Uh, the only one I do like, though, is Tyler, the Creator. He uh, did a really dope one, and he did the soundtrack for The Grinch. So that was really cool. Shout out to uh, Jaden Smith's boyfriend. So then we have, who else? Like I said, Championships by Meek Mill. Album of the fucking week. Probably album of the month, to be honest. A Moment Apart by Odessa. Very Merry Rockin' Good Christmas by the Osmonds. As you know, Donny Osmond featured on a song with Little Yachty recently. Uh, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> that was pretty cool. We have, I don't know, so, so, forgive me, guys. There might be artists on this list that you know, but I don't know them. So you're, this is my show. So if you want to find out everybody that's albums are releasing this week, and you don't want anything neglected by me, you should head over to www.officialcharts.com. That's where I get this information. And I disseminate it for you. And those are the albums that have been released this week. So right now, we're going to go to Release Radar. And there was a Spotify studio edition of Dono by Mac Miller. And you know I love Mac Miller, so I'll definitely play that. Slightly Stupid as a stick figure remix. What else we got? We got Mark Ronson and Miley Cyrus, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Ain't that the truth. Blur featuring Foster the People by Mo. M O. And Mo has that zero the way that I have my O on Vinson. V I N S O N. Motherfuckers. Somebody tried to say that my my name was ghetto fied. <sighs> it's the French spelling of Vincent, assholes. It's not ghetto fied. We were talking about names. You'll hear. We, we, we talked about it on uh, on the show. Anthony Hardaway. Yeah. Uh, my mom wouldn't let me have a Penny Hardaway jersey because his name was Anthony. And my mom is an English teacher. So she went, She was like, what the fuck? Like, why does he not have an English name? So that was back in the day. My mom is not like that anymore. And neither am I. So there is whatever. Name your kids you want. To be honest, like I said on the, I think I did, I think I said on the bonus episode that you'll be able to listen to after this if you want. Uh, I think I said that it doesn't matter what your name is. It could be dipshit as long as you represent that name. As long as, like, you don't let other people bring you down. And to be honest, people will love that name. The, the, the more that you stand your ground during bullying, the more the bully, and as a matter of fact, the more everyone respects you. So many people like to see people go through fucking wind and fire to get through to where they go. Everybody wants them to pay their dues. And it's not right, but that's how it happens. So if you have, and and a lot of my, my audience are, are parents out there, uh, if your kid is going to experience bullying, I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even tell them to, to strike back. I would say, be patient. Be patient, because who you are is dope. Who you are is dope. And right now they're doing that because they don't feel that dope. So I would just say either avoid it. Obviously defend yourself. If you got to rock the motherfucker back, you got to. You got to defend yourself. I don't want my child or people that associate with me, the my friends and, and my relatives' kids to be hurt as well. So, yeah, man, it's rough out there, man. But like I said, I 
I believe that bullying is necessary. I believe they are the test of where you are going to make it in life. And if you are really, really, if something of value and you really care about something, you should be able to fight for it. And I did that with my name. I don't back down. I don't let anybody ghetto it. I don't let anybody tarnish it. That's my name. And there's two other people that are really important, like my dad and my grandfather that hold it down. So I ain't let nobody do that shit. So fuck you up. Anyway, so let's get back to this. Uh, Mo, like I said, I, I went on a tangent because of my name. Uh, who else do I know on here? I don't know Elo featuring Jazzy, but Pharrell Williams is on it, so why not? Uh, Cold War Kids has a new song called Romance Languages. Uh, Cherub through it all. Beanie Man, new gal. Bambi by Hippocampus. Happier by Marshmallow. Davy Crockett by Nick, Mickey Avalon. Mercy featuring Vic Mensa. Uh, yo, Ghostface album has so many features. Holy shit. Buckingham Palace. Why not? We'll play him. We love Wu-Tang. Anderson Pac, like I said, Oxnard, we talked about it, is a great album. We'll play Left to Right. And I believe that's it. So let's get into it. Let's get into it.
soon as he watch out the door, but us go take it slow by the way a turtle walks. But speed it up as we both that pussy our line and chalk. Yeah, what? Well. Me too. She like the way ladies swing. You pussy get caught with the bit. You know you gon' say the same. My drip, they drizzle late. Diamond watches and diamond rain. When Migo came in my life, I'm screaming, chain, chain. We get to the money, niggas. Don't fuck with you, funny niggas. A sucker would get shot by my hand and ain't on the trigger. I figured you try to shit, and we was prepared for it. The barrel is in your face, and now you look scared for it. The bread in the Louis bag, the Cali out to the drag. I hop in the Lamborghini, nine coons in the ass. The sucker.
You tell him, 21 Savage. You tell him. Goodness gracious. The reason why I played my favorite tracks from Meek Mill's new album, Championship, is because I'm so proud of him. I am a Drake fan. But I am a Meek Mill fan, too. Why can't I be both? I like Drake better. And I think even with Drake, you know you heard it here, uh, Drake won that battle. He dismantled him. But uh, I still enjoy Meek Mill. And so with that, with the notoriety from the the rap battle with Drake, with the, uh, unfortunately, he went to prison. That sucks. You don't want to go to prison to, you know, push your album to be number one. But also with the prison advocacy, a lot of people behind him, the hood. I can't go to a barbershop without hearing Meek Mill. That's how you know the motherfucker's hot. It used to be you couldn't hear, you couldn't stop hearing somebody from being at the strip club. But now if you're, if you're tape, if you're CD, if you're MP3, whatever the fucking shit is, if it's playing at a barbershop, your shit is popping. So shout out to Meek Mill. That is my album of the week. You heard my music news. I don't really have that much music news other than that. 
Takashi 69 is still in prison. I don't give a shit. So is Stephen Avery. But we'll get onto that right now, actually. Did I watch? And I watched Ralph Breaks the Internet. And you know what's so crazy? I never watched Record Ralph. But I'm going to have to watch it this week. And I'll let you know how I feel about it. But the sequel was okay. It wasn't my cup of tea. I love Disney. I love Pixar. It just seemed kind of one-dimensional to me. And it seemed like they were just going for the cheap thrills of pop culture references. Huh. Who am I to judge over here, right? But, um, so John C. Riley plays Ralph. I don't even know what the little girl's name is. I forgot her name. Oh, let's look. You know, let's stop being lazy. We got we got the internet. Wrecked Ralph. Or Ralph breaks the internet. So we have uh, so Sarah Silverman plays Vanellope. There you go, Vanellope, and she's in this racing game. So again, I don't really know what happened in the first one, but in this one, her game. Uh, malfunctions because Ralph is trying to make her shit less redundant and then they break the wheel and then they have to go into Wi-Fi and the internet world in order to find another wheel so that her game can continue on and lots of crazy stuff happens Taraj P. Henson plays uh, Yes, she's in charge of uh, the BuzzFeed channel uh, Jack McBriar is Fix-It Felix. He's from the first one, too. I believe he's the nemesis in the first one, but now he's cool. Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, she plays Shank. She's in this racing game that they, they get to go into. Then you have the Disney princesses. So Mauna, Belle, Pocahontas, they're all in this scene that you all saw in the commercials. Jane Lynch is Sergeant Calhoun from Glee. But, uh, yeah, no, it was pretty good. It was entertaining. wasn't that great. So uh, if I had to add a five stars, I would give it a three. To be honest, I probably will like the first one better, but that's usually how it goes. Robin Hood, starring Taron Egerton. He is from he is from The Kingsman, and uh, he's a he's a wonderful actor. He's a good looking chap too. I like good looking people on screen just as much as I like talented ugly people. But uh, don't see this one. Robin Hood is not worth it. I'll be the first one to admit, Jamie Foxx is in it. He plays Little John, Petit John. And they mix Aziz, the character Aziz, with uh, with Little John, which is kind of lazy. So to me, to this day, the best two. If you ever want Robin Hood, to, Disney's Robin Hood is awesome. That's the, uh, the cartoon version with the fox. That's an amazing rendition. I know you're going to laugh because that's a cartoon. We also have Robin Hood Men in Tights by Mel Brooks. That is... My second, well, it's actually my favorite, but as far as depiction of the rendition of the story of Robin Hood, that goes to Kevin Costner, and that goes to Prince of Thieves. Everything I do, I do it for you. That's my man, Ryan Adams. Amazing soundtrack. Still to this day, it had a great cereal box too, everybody, you know, back in the day. Everybody tried to copy over Count Chocula. So there would be these movies that would come out, Adam's Family, all that. And all they would do is take the little characters and put them in little marshmallows. They don't really do that anymore. But whatever. Uh, more sugar for the fucking 80s babies. 90 kids. But Robin Hood was trash. 
Robin Hood was trash. And my girl Eve Hughes is in it. She is the daughter of Bono from U2. And I have a huge crush on her. She used to be on the show The Nick with Clive Owen on Cinemax. She lives in Brooklyn. If anybody wants to hook me up with her, I love her. She plays Maid Marion. Now, Maid Marion is kind of like the devil. She's not like the devil. But same thing with the mythology of God. If that, I mean, if you're not as religious. I mean, if you're not, if you're agnostic or not religious like I am, you view it as a fable. So, Satan didn't exist for a long time in the story of God and Jesus and all that good stuff. As a matter of fact, Jesus is a totally Christian story. But, as far as Satan's concerned, that was introduced later. And God wasn't really that great in the Old Testament, if you read it. And so, in order to make him look good, you gotta bring in the devil. So Christians brought in the devil, and that gave him a bad guy. With Lord, with uh, Lady Marion, they were two different characters, Robin Hood and Lady Marion, two different legends. So what happened was, is that in order to give him a love interest, they combined the stories together. And same thing with Aziz, there's different stories of Aziz because the movie takes place in the Third Crusades. And so that's the, the battle between ideologies and Muslim faith within Arabia and Jerusalem. Even in Prince of Thieves, they were in Jerusalem. So it's cool for historical reference, obviously, because I love history. But it's a terrible movie. Don't see it. If you don't, yeah, if you can avoid it, Robin Hood sucks. Do you want to see a dead body on YouTube? Let's, do you want to see a dead body? So Here's some information about do you want to see a dead body? Rob Hubble and different comics go on absurd adventures to discover dead bodies in Los Angeles. Bitch, why can't you ever let me talk? No, I'm joking. Yeah, Rob Hubble, he, Hubel, he was on The League. He's also on the show Transparent. He's the husband of one of the daughters. Uh, very good show on Amazon, even though he got uh, sexual harassment claims on it and they shut down the show. But uh, Jeffrey Tambor... He was from Arrested Development. Uh, this show's okay. It, I have a YouTube premium account that's pretty new for other people. So they have original content. And I just wanted to try it out because um, Liza On Demand is one of their original shows. And that's okay. It's kind of like Unbreakable Kimmy Smith. But she does Task Rabbit type things all day. And she has a gay roommate. And uh, Kikamo Glenn, she's from Orange is the New Black. That's her another roommate. So it's just like quirky L.A. stuff. So yeah, basically Kimmy Smith, if she was in L.A. and she wasn't a fucking uh, a fucking uh, mole stuck in Indiana. So anyway, so Do You Want to See a Dead Body is another YouTube original. And so it's from the co comedian Ron Hoobel. And he talks to celebrity friends and he coerces them into going to see a different dead body at the end of the episode. So I saw the episodes with Terry Crewe. And uh, I believe Adam, oh man, Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott. He's from Step Brothers. He's from a bunch of stuff. And, uh, oh God, Making a Murderer Part 2. Fucking shoot me now. I am in episode 7 right now. I didn't finish it. But why the fuck do we give a shit about Stephen and Brandon Avery anymore? Netflix, you need to chill. Why did we need to make a murderer part 2? So I am never going to agree with uh, with my man from Wisconsin, the governor. Uh, oh man, what's his name? Governor of Wisconsin. He just got he just got uh, 
let go. Governor of Wisconsin. Scott Walker is the governor of Wisconsin. Yep, it's Scott Walker. So he's in the documentary and he said that he's never watched it because it's one-sided. Now, I hate Scott Walker, but he's right. I hate to say he's right, but he's fucking right. This documentary is just trying to get fucking Steven and Brandon out. It's not trying to tell us the fucking truth. If we, we would have seen both sides, but they don't. And it, it is a crooked system. Manitowoc justice system is shitty. And to be honest, Brandon probably should be out because his recording was coerced. You get away with one murder, Stephen Avery, you need to be the fucking best citizen of all time. There were things like him showing off like his naked body to the woman that was trying to be, report the blood, all that shit. God damn. So if they went through all that trouble, obviously he deserves to be let out. But I'm on episode 7, and I've heard nothing in the news that this guy's gotten out. So why the fuck am I watching this? So thank you, Netflix, for wasting my time with making a murder part 2. Now, something a little bit less waste of my time is Narcos, the Mexico edition. It leads into the Guadalajara gang. It goes from Pablo Escobar, then it goes to the Cali Cartel, which is in Colombia, in uh, Bogota, Medellin. And now we are in uh, Sinaloa in Mexico, which, again, the big drug trafficking comes from the Guadalajara gang, the cartel. And that is a segue from the last season that was with the Cali Cartel. So, of course, everybody loves to see Spanish culture and Hispanic and Latin culture sell drugs. That sucks. We need more positive Latin influences like Jane the Virgin and Superstore. We need more Latin people out there with more positive stories. It's not your fault. It's Hollywood. Hollywood only right now wants to see you guys selling drugs. Nice. But anyway, aside from the social aspect of it, it is very good. It is very good. Um, you get to see the cultivation of the industry of marijuana. They do a very good job with that. Um, there's Michael Pena that stars in it. So you have a, a regular uh, mainstream actor in it this time. The other actors were less known. Uh, and you have one of the actresses from Ray Donovan. She was one of the luchadores. Uh, she was the wife of Brandon Bunchy on uh, Ray Donovan. So I highly recommend Narcos Mexico. I don't recommend Making a Murder Part 2. I do not recommend Do You Want to See a Body on YouTube Premium. I definitely don't recommend seeing Robin Hood. But if you are going to see something with your kids or you want to see something relatively funny, Ralph Breaks the Internet is, is the one to go. So if you need something new to see, uh, and you want to be entertained, Ralph breaks the internet. And so now I'm going to watch Record Ralph this week, and I'll let you know how I feel about that. We'll be going backwards. So where the fuck did I go? Yeah, I mean, we don't even need to segue into that. Uh, I went to Medford, New York, and so I went to Jeff's house. And, he, yeah, he lives in Medford, New York. He lives in the one of the most remote areas on Earth. It took me a train to get to Hicksville. Then I had to get picked up by my friend Phil. And we went there, and we recorded a lot of our hijinks that we went through uh, when we worked at the camp. So, like I said, this is a camp-themed episode. Um, my episode right now is only 40 minutes. If you want the What the Fuck Did I Say, which is the theme Goose Cup. And again, Goose Cup is a field hockey game that we played. 
uh, and it was the most, uh, it was the biggest event at the camp aside from the Shibley Olympics. It's funny because uh, we were talking. I didn't even get a chance to like talk about all the things I wanted to. I, both of the my guests were were uh, were definitely excited to be on the show. So they uh, they definitely had a lot to say. So they were talking about the white and blue team. I'll I'll tell you that real quick before you guys get to hear the bonus episode. Uh, there was a white and blue team, and I did not really want to be a part of it. So when we would have these meetings, we would all wear green wristbands, which is really funny because they said they changed. The team color to green, I guess for like Earth purposes. Uh, so we already had that. So all our counselors that smoked weed, we would go green team, team green, and we would go smoke a blunt while the people that were really that interested in the the, uh, the formation of the games, they did their thing. We would come back extra blaze, and we would agree with everything they wanted to do, snack on things. It was a beautiful time. It was a great time being a camp counselor. I would never want to be a camp counselor now. I don't think it's the same. But whatever. Who knows? I don't know. I don't want to be that old man. Fuck it. Be a fucking camp counselor if you want to in this shitty-ass economy. So that's it, guys. That's it. Um, yeah. So you best believe if you really want to hear the whole episode. Uh, it's pretty long. I'm not going to lie. So if you got some time, if you're on a road trip, if you're commuting to work, if you're pretty bored at work, you can hear us talk about our camp adventures. This episode is called Goose Cups, episode 35. You better shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up with Sylvan Sane. Over and out, homie. <laughs>